I wanted to be her friend because she's so cool. And she's pretty and she's smart and all of that. So I was like, I so want to be her friend. And because Tracy is so cool and nice and everything, she said, sure, I'll be your friend. So it's really cool. So I got to know her really well for the past three years and it's been a true blessing. So what can I say about Tracy? Well, she has an infectious love for Jesus. She's a disciple maker. She is passionate about women ministry and is passionate about encouraging each and every one of you. She is a friend to many. I'm one of them. <laughs> um, she's <laughs> sorry. <laughs> she is a mother to two beautiful daughters. She is the wife to a fantastic husband. She is um, a dedicated one, and most importantly, she is a daughter of the King. So please welcome Tracy. Good morning, ladies. Thank you so much for that, Muriel. Would you introduce Debbie and said, gentle servant spirit? I go, oh no. She cannot say those things about me. What might she say? But um, anyway, I appreciate this time with you all. It's kind of funny. Um, Debbie started talking and she said, open your Bible to John 4. And I was like, no, because that's what I'm going to talk about. Don't do it. And, um, and so I texted my friend Ruthie, and I'm like, we're going to talk about the same thing. And she very, very um, quickly responded with a beautiful prayer back to me. And so I appreciate that, Ruthie. And I decided, y'all need to hear this, and you need to get it. You need to get it. And one thing um, I discovered as I was researching John, so go ahead and open your Bible to John chapter 4 again. And one thing I discovered is this is the longest one-on-one -on -one conversation Jesus had that's recorded in Scripture. So I'm thinking it's pretty important. So I'm going to start in verse 4. Now he, talking about Jesus, had to go through Samaria. It says he had to go through Samaria. Just last week I learned the opposite, that actually Jewish people, they did not go through Samaria. They took the long route because they despised the Samaritans so much. But Jesus said he had to go to Samaria, through Samaria. That means he was on mission. He was on mission. Continuing in verse 5. So he came to a town in Samaria called Sakar, near the plot of ground Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired as he was from the journey, sat down by the well. Sometimes I forget that Jesus was fully God and fully human. But that's why he gets us. He was tired. He was probably a little stressed. And so he sat down. He sat down. He gets us. Continuing, it was the sixth hour. This is important, and we'll get back to that. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew, and I'm a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews did not associate with Samaritans. It was so much more than that because, again, they despised the Samaritans. And first of all, she was a woman, which Jewish men did not speak to women without their husbands present. Number two, again, she was a Samaritan. And number three, she was um, at the well at noon, which indicated she was immoral. And yet she was shocked that this man was speaking to her. The reason 
The sixth hour was so important, and Debbie brought this up, because it's the worst time to go to the well. It was high noon, so it was hot and dusty, and no one else was there. I kind of picture the well being like the water cooler at the office. It was where everyone gathered to build relationships. But she was too ashamed to go when others would be there. The thing is, nowhere in the Bible does it say that you should feel shame. So if you're feeling shame, that is from Satan. It's from Satan. And the thing is, Jesus says, bring me that shame. Give it to me. It's not, your, it's not for you. Don't feel it anymore. My friend Katrina, she's sitting here at the front table, shared this quote with us this week. It's from Stephen Furtick. God is not ashamed to be identified with the parts of you that you think you need to hide. In fact, Jesus feels so strongly about this that he died on the cross for us so that we would not have to feel shame. John 8, chapter verse, says this. Chapter verse. Okay, I thought that didn't sound right. John chapter 8, verse 12. Jesus says, I am the light of the world. Bring it to the light. Bring it to Jesus and give it to him. Jesus will not be surprised or shocked. He already knows. But if you bring it to the light, it's like saying, take that, Satan. Satan wants you to believe that if you bring it to Jesus, it'll just be exposed. Yes, exposed to the light. And the thing is, this light, Jesus, can redeem anything. Amen. Anything. The woman was in her dark place, even though it was high noon. Her shame had driven her to the dark time at the well. And what, it did, and what did Jesus do? He didn't say, come back at a better time. He didn't say, come back when you've got it all together. He didn't say, come back when you're accepted. He met her where she was at. He met her in her dark. Recently, I had a really dark yuck in my life. And, you know, the world was telling me, it's okay. It's not that bad. But every time I tried to align it with Scripture, and I tried from every angle, it just would not line up with Scripture. And I had to accept, this is sin. This is sin. And so I took it to God sought forgiveness, and received that forgiveness immediately. And I felt compelled also to share it with my husband because I needed accountability. Y'all, there is no one else that walks this earth that I want to think highly of me than my husband. But I needed to share it with someone because I need that accountability. If you know me at all, you know I'm passionate about accountability. It's been so powerful in my life. Muriel holds me accountable. And what I love is she doesn't tell me what she feels. She doesn't tell me what she thinks. She tells me what scripture says because she loves me too much to leave me where I'm at. Lisa Turkhurst says this, Jesus is standing in the midst of my darkness and yours as well. We all have places in our life where we refuse Jesus and shut out his light. Remember, Jesus isn't trying to expose you to put shame on you. He's trying to expose the sin that has, your, his, that has its chains around you. His light will set you free.